0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the post-week 7. It's not even post yet, Jack, but post-week 7, Canning Horns Pod. I'm here with my co-host, Jack Wright, coming at us from GR. Jack, how are you doing tonight?
1: We are doing well, partner. The quads are a little sore. Uh, we had a half marathon this weekend uh, up in Mackinac Island. Super fun. Completed yeah. the uh, the race. Didn't walk was just under nine minute pace but man the the hills on the island that we had to run up was nothing like what i uh, ran during training and mm-hmm. it it, it kind of kicked my ass i'll be honest it was it was tough but we completed and i'm excited to not be running anymore
0: well that's quite the accomplishment there partner i mean i've been to Mackinac. i don't remember the hills there i was i was a young lad and i actually did bike around the island did not run but that's impressive I can I can't
1: do a thirteen point one. Don't ever plan on doing one. So so done so there, you were
0: and, and good pace too nonetheless. Yeah,
1: it was it was uh, okay pace. You know, eight thirty probably would have been ideal, uh, but I just I just don't have that in me anymore. Um, and given the conditions. Given the conditions, it. just no way. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's actually a, a unique place. There's no cars on the island. It's about eight miles in um circumference so if you go around it, it's only eight miles and the outside's flat so maybe that's what you remember but yeah yes, when you have to go up yep. and in um and we we're taking horse taxis around our place was like two miles away from downtown so we had to like bike two miles in run the race bike two miles back uphill afterwards walk around so it, it was a lot but uh great weekend and um but, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to just dialing in back to fantasy football. Kind of uh, took us away for a little bit there, but we're, we're going to refocus after uh, week seven mm-hmm. here.
0: Mm-hmm. The, team, the team lost focus a little bit this week, Jack. But to kind of bridge the, the weekend from the fantasy football, you know, a couple of uh, the league members got together this weekend. Uh, Jack here in uh, Chi-Town, we had um, Reggie LeDoux in town, SPLLC, um brother man and myself who are full-time residents actually we got together um there was a wedding there was a wedding a Carmel. wedding jack blair palma got married and good for uh, her yeah good for her good for the gal um so the fellas were in town had a um a great night friday john hughes was there as well um just just a you know a little bit of fancy talk here and there mostly just a, a nice gathering of, of old friends Sp did mention during that night though that he wanted DJ more, and we just never quite found the time to hash things out. And
1: very you know, DJ interested had his best buyer. Game of the week. Yeah. He, Interesting. He, when he when he yelled at me
0: across the table, "Hey man, I, I want DJ Moore. I mean, I couldn't believe the words came out of his <laughs> mouth. But
1: but hey, you, you found a buyer. All you need is one.
0: Yeah, and D Mal and I were playing each other, so you know we we're talking about McCaffrey and all that all that
1: nonsense. That's fun, though. Good good to see the the uh, other members and, of course, commissioners there shaking hands, making sure, you know, uh, he, he's showing face. So I'm uh, uh, not surprised that uh, commissioner was there as well. Yeah, it was nice
0: to see him in public. Um, the guy's just, you know, he's a celebrity around town. So to see him without security and just letting his guard down um, for a night was a sight to see. The... Um, other thing that happened over the weekend Jack was that I actually listened to the sweaty subs pod so they don't they, they like to you know release their stuff towards the end of the week Jack or more of um, on time good production you know just sticking to the script they're a little bit uh, a little more all over the place Jack what were your initial thoughts well first off let's just we'll throw them a little compliment we appreciate them you know even doing the pod good content I did listen to it on a drive so made for some great um, content for you know my drive make it go by a little bit quicker but what were your thoughts jack did you have any takeaways before we dive into our stuff tonight
1: uh yeah i actually listened to it during my half marathon um so that was funny um little kind of struggled with the uh what is the interview with clay i don't know yes we post our pod on anchor but we don't actually record on there i'm not going to spill our sores um, but they, yeah, a little bamboozled know, over I there. I told
0: them, don't ask how they request it. we need a garage <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. And then you just, just classic upload, just a little download, classic upload. Um, yeah. but yeah, so actually I, I think I, and you know what, I'm just going to do it right now and I'm, I'm going to go get my donation back from, from the sketchy subs, um, They say it's going behind the scenes. D-Dog's the only one behind the scenes. Not only is he taking my $1.01 for me, he's also losing me money. They are 25% on their locks, locks in quotations of the week, including 0 for 2 this past week. So they are just absolutely taking all of our money. And I'm going to go request from D-Dog right now because I want that shit back. Um, Just, yeah, I mean, just kind of a, a, a... a good podcast, though, in the sense where I love Lane's um, uh, awards as well. Going for it's study, <laughs> uh, the drunkest award going to Phil for his tight ends, and the overachiever award going to Phil for his tight ends. So um, <laughs> that's coming off uh, Eckler start of the week. So the awards are are probably my favorite part.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jack, it was. It you was know, certainly entertaining, and um, despite the, the low production
1: value, I did laugh You know, during that Clay interview when he just jumped right back into the interview, and <laughs> he'd been there the whole time. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, it's, um, it's fabulous content, um, and I will say though, an, actually another reason I'm requesting my money back from D-Dog is he talks about blown loads and his freaking butthole too much, and I'm over that, so... D dog, just stick yeah. to football, man, and, and better content. Can't yeah, help but to like make some comments about gender and race
0: throughout each one. Um, not what we do here at HQ um, for canning horns, but uh, to each their own. And uh, we, I think, we have you know different target audience, uh, different sponsors, um, things of, of that nature that uh, allow us to do what we do. Um, any other comments about sweaty subs, or Jack? You want to keep keep it rolling here?
1: Um, no, uh, I think we're good. All right.
0: Sweet. Anything else for introduction wise? Let me just check my notes here. Oh, I did have one more Jack in the group meeting. There was a comment yesterday afternoon or yesterday night and Keo said something about
1: baby curse uh, is real.
0: The baby, maybe the baby curse is real. Oh, you know what, Jack? I think I just figured it out cuz we talked about this for a second. I thought he tagged Lane in that in that um
1: that is a little question. confusing though.
0: Okay, so Sam's name on group me
1: is Laneus Danis.
0: is Lane, <laughs> And I always think that's Lane.
1: It is, yeah. And I I thought that for that a while. I
0: thought he was talking trash to you by complimenting your opponent who
1: was beating you. Like, hey man, like maybe Jack's not on top of the world after all. Maybe that baby curse
0: is real because you obviously have a kid, you know?
1: Yeah, no, it's the same.
0: Trash to you. I thought it was funny because it was like just you know, kind of passive aggressive.
1: Um, I mean, he is the league villain. Um, Oh, oh, oh! Actually, my favorite part of the. Sweaty Subs was when D-Dog thought Kehoe uh, was Jewish, which I don't know for sure if that's true or false, but that part really made me laugh when Lane said it wasn't, that he wasn't. Um, yeah. Great, great part. Anyways.
0: Um, okay, so I just answered my own question there before I even uh, posed it to you. So Kehoe was not talking trash to you. Um, it was an injury-related comment uh, talking about the curse, the injury to, to Brees Hall. Which I think will just absolutely devastate Sam's squad.
1: Yeah, Um, that's brutal.
0: Transaction counter, Jack. Um, Juju for $41 didn't happen this past week, and obviously waivers haven't run this week. Um, But maybe we give a little bit of credit here to Clay. Um, You know, he said he had some advanced analytics on Juju, the breakout was coming. Um, He's had two fabulous weeks back to back. So, you know, maybe we should give him a little bit of credit.
1: Hey, uh, I'm going to echo that. 100-plus uh, yards and a touchdown two straight weeks since being a part of brotherman. Um, just got added to a great organization over there, and he's paid dividends. So $41, you know, maybe worth every penny.
0: This is my question to you, Jack. I mean, regardless of what he has done these past two weeks, I think Clay, I mean, blatantly overpaid. If Juju was on the waivers right now, Jack, how how many dollars would you bid tonight? Just you know, say you had ninety dollars left, whatever, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah, I'd go like um, ten to fifteen percent, nine to eleven dollars ish, probably in right. that range.
0: Okay, that that's my point. You know, regardless if you were in on Juju, the forty-one dollars was hilarious and
1: great, um, great overspend. You know, it's just good for the league, good content.
0: It, it felt like a typo, dude. It just felt like a typo, but. <laughs> Um, whatever. I'm happy somebody
1: wasted some fab. Advanced analytics. The other transaction, Jack. Um, this was a a big trade, and I don't think
0: it was heavily skewed one way or the other in terms of you know winner loser of the trade. Um, and I'm I'm gonna speak as you know before what happened this past weekend because you know obviously at the time of the trade you don't have you know you don't have that data. So at the time, Jack. We had, the trade was Josh Jacobs and Devo for, and, and Jacoby Myers for Derrick Henry, and who was who was the receiver, Jack? Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. When I saw the trade roll through, I, I'll, I'll, you know, hand up, I'll be honest here, I was, I was team Carl. I thought Carl was ditching Devo, at a great time, as McCaffrey rolls in, takes all the goal line, all the red zone carries. So I thought that was smart, and then I thought he was selling high on Josh Jacobs. I thought he probably just had the best two weeks of the season, or and it was a great time to ship him out. So I thought Carl had won that trade, and jokes on me because Josh Jacobs has three touchdowns this week. Jack, what were your uh, thoughts when you saw that roll through? Yeah, you had a matchup against you know Lane. So were you happy or were? I like
1: bummer. yeah, I didn't really know. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, Josh Jacobs was very hot going in. Um, I texted Lane about it because uh, we're we're playing each other this week, and he he said contract year, which I thought was a a great point. Um, you know, he's in a Jacobs is in a prove it mentality, and I mean, he's God. had three contract year. <laughs> he's in. Uh, you know, he's had three. Three straight weeks of thirty plus points. Um, you know, obviously, I don't think that that's sustainable by any means. Um, and and Derrick Henry is the the best player in the draft. We have no idea what Debo is going to be like now that McCaffrey is going to be there. I mean, you can assume all rushing attempts are are out the window, which is what you know made Debo, you know, a top tier wide receiver last year because um, they had no running backs last year. Um, But yeah, like you said, McCaffrey's going to, you know, vulture some, some red zone looks from Debo as well. Like he does have that big playability, but you know, I don't think the upsides there are as high anymore. Um, And then, you know, Godwin's getting like 12 plus targets a game the last two weeks. So um, yeah, I mean, I think Lane also mentioned he needed depth and got Jacoby Myers, who ended up scoring tonight. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, I mean maybe the slight edge to Carl, but I, I think it's more 50 50 um, just because Jacobs is still playing so well. Yeah, I think uh,
0: it's you know I think that trade kind of came down to personal preference. I don't think there was a big winner or loser. Um, I think Lane definitely feels a level of validation with that Jacobs turnout, but just not sure Depot is gonna be be the man.
1: Um, I saw that he used day to day.
0: You know, Yeah, Derek, very injury prone guy as well.
1: Yeah, very injury prone. I mean, as as you could say for for Godwin, the last few years getting tweaked up. True, but um, yeah, I mean, I obviously Derrick Henry is like a guaranteed hundred yards and you know a touchdown a game, and you know Jacobs has been like that the last three weeks, but there you know there's no guarantee with him. Yeah,
0: let's jump into week seven recap here, Jack. I know the games are still going, as in. Patriots are playing the Bears right now, but as far as our league goes, everything's finalized. Um, not, you know, we can't look at points for necessarily because some people have still got guys going. But we know who won, we know who lost, and that's what's most important. Jack um, usually start out with myself here, so I had a matchup against Reggie. We um, got, you know, got a little bit of a up close and personal matchups seeing as we were hanging out over the weekend. But I think I just caught Reggie at a great time, to be honest with cup on a buy with uh, a J Brown on a buy. And then um, with McCaffrey not getting his full workload. So kind of got the B squad for Reggie. I was rolling out um, a B squad in a, in a couple of ways as well, but my team, my team came through um, with, uh, you know, Benjamin Jack, a uh, guy that tried to trade to Scott, um, you know, I bid $17 on him. He was up for grabs. Nobody wanted him. And he finally provided some value, so that was good for me to see. But um, I don't have much much to say here for this matchup. It was it was probably one of the more boring ones this week.
1: Yeah, kind of over from uh, Thursday night there. Uh, and you caught Reggie without Cup, which is huge. And then also no A.J. Brown, like you said. Um You know, let's talk about Reggie's team for a second. Very high upside team with CMC and uh, Cooper Cup plus Brown, Higgins. Uh, Youth looks like a solid tight end there um, with consistency. But uh, the RB2 spot now, uh, very much up in the air. He does have Chuba or Chuba. I don't know how you say that. um, Who had a great week, 15 points on the bench. You know, is is that... That's his RB two or or what do you think Reggie needs to do? Because Hunt has been awful this year. Uh, Chubb's right. kind of taken think, over, uh, and he doesn't. And he's plugged him in every week and has gotten really nothing out of him. Um, so what do you think he does here?
0: Yeah, I think Hunt gives you a low floor, so or a decent floor. I mean, so at least you know you stick him in there, and like I'm curious if Hunt scored under
1: seven points this whole year. Um, Last week he, he had, had one point two, so. but other than 5. that, okay. seven plus at every week.
0: So he's not going to kill your team. Um, But I think Reggie's plan was to plug Eli Mitchell back in there. I think um, Reggie was high on Eli Mitchell because he hasn't dropped him. And he's had his IR spot taken um, by, I can't remember who, oh, Dak Prescott. So he he had to keep Mitchell on the bench, too. So he was a believer in him. I saw Mitchell get dropped in other leagues. So I, I think that was crazy by any means. And now you got McCaffrey. Coming to Mitchell's team, so what I think he'll do is probably just flip one of these wide receivers. I, I could see him trading, um, uh, not Cup, but maybe Brown. Probably, you know, a Kirk or Higgins, and upgrading that spot there. Um, but I mean, I, I like Reggie's team. I like his team more than mine, to be honest. Going forward, uh, I think McCaffrey. I would not be shocked if he's a high-scoring player you know, from, from week eight on, um, from, from the running back
1: position. Yeah. I mean, it's the best running back and like the best running back offense. Um, so could be, he was crushing, you know, uh, as long as he gets the full workload, which I mean, why wouldn't you give him that? Um, you know, one would think that he would just completely excel. Um And, you know, I'm sure he wants to maybe flip Kirk, but even flipping like Higgins, you know, and getting a, a little better of a running back because Kirk is more than serviceable. So interesting to see what Reggie does for that and what trade offers are tossed everyone's way yeah you know, this week. I don't
0: think Reggie's I don't think he's done any trades this year. So he's, it's time for him to get active.
1: and I feel like we'll Reggie see. doesn't trade ever. I don't think I think he no, just gets his roster trader. and sticks with it.
0: Yeah, not a big trader. He he um one thing I'll be interested in to see Jack is what he does at the QBs QB position because I don't see how you could be that excited about Dak. I get that there's um you know, not a lot of other options out there. But I mean Dak I'm not sure Dak's the guy.
1: Yeah, I think he's higher Seriously. on Dak than, than most. Um I mean I know it was his first week back, but I mean to go against the worst defense in the league and only put up twelve point two um, at home too. At home, kind of tough. uh At this point, he's held on to him. I think he gives him another week or two, um at least. But you know, we'll we'll see. Gallup went to Chick Fil A. We have to mention that. Oh, Chick Fil A, coming from Dak. Dak's ass over yep. there. All right. Thanks, Dak. Pretty really cool. <laughs> that um, I think that was a, a per, on purpose from Reggie. I think he told Dak, "Hey, don't throw okay. it uh, Gallup's way there."
0: I don't do you even have a target. Like I'm. Was he 0-for-0? and am going click on his little name. Two targets. Uh, two targets. Not bad. Not bad. Um, okay. Jack, next matchup here. This was uh, a good one. This was the best of the week. So, I'm moving to uh, the best one here. SP versus Carl Los Marcos. Uh 116 versus 117, Jack. This is devastating loss for SP. Because... He scores 116. You should never lose scoring 116. He gets... I mean, his week is hilarious. First off, he's playing two Falcons. And two Falcons receivers. Pass catchers, nonetheless. And they they don't ever throw the ball. So those two guys combined for 3.8 points. Still manages to put up 116. And Mostert is just going off last night. He had a chance... Deontay Johnson didn't really pull his weight, only scores seven, and Carl just barely holds on. Um, Carl survives another week with no DeAndre Swift. Um, interesting move to bench ETN, Jack. Um, what did you think about Carl's kind of management skills there and this matchup overall?
1: Yeah, uh, unlike Carl, um, you know, to, to make a mistake. He played Brian Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I felt like after last week, last few weeks, it's kind of been known that Etienne's backfield now, kind of like how Brees Hall took over, Um, and he just went on full takeover. Etienne did it. You did mention that uh, maybe um, Robinson was hurt, but yeah, I mean, uh, kind of surprised. Ended up not costing him, uh, you know, despite a 19-point difference from the, the defense and special teams there. Um, but man, talk yeah, about a, a good roster, uh, you know, as far as the, Carl's going to go as far as that, uh, Bengals stack takes him. I mean, Burrow and Chase combined for almost 70 points, uh, which is just insane. That would probably beat Raid El Margo half the time. Um, but then, yeah, now he's got, you know, Swift on the bench. Shots fired over there. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Raid. Uh, He doesn't
0: listen, so you're free to say whatever you want. He knows
1: anyways. Um, But yeah, I mean, Burrow, Swift, Henry, Chase, Godwin, and ETN. I mean, plus Darren Waller. I mean, and he picked up, he dropped, here's a transaction counter we didn't mention. He dropped $21 on Bills D on their bye week, um, which I thought was a great pickup. I I actually... uh, bit I mean only like nine bucks, but still I felt like that was pretty high for a defense on a bye week. Um but pretty yeah. good, pretty good. Uh you know, now he's got the number one D. He's got every position locked up. So watch out for Muertos moving forward.
0: Yeah, I mean typical Carl Fashion, you're trending at the right time.
1: Just always you know, makes a good trade.
0: Gets off to a slow start, um, but doesn't make any uh panic trades. So I think that's that's probably um, Carl's best skill. Maybe not his start-sit decisions, but um, a good trader and, you know, sticks to his guns, doesn't doesn't make any mistakes. Yeah. I'll be interested where the Algo slot's in SPL. See, um, he's got a, a pretty miserable bench down there, Jack. And,
1: and probably um, the worst wide receiver core I've seen in a long time on fantasy football.
0: Yeah. In a long time, <laughs> dude. Do you,
1: you? I think you. Do you have it out
0: for SP? Where's um, where's wide receiver
1: core you've seen in a long time? I I, I don't, but I I've just been communicating with SP, and, and he knows his team is or his wide receivers are are not great. Um, I mean, Mariota <laughs> threw the ball thirteen times, and you're starting two of those. I mean, I know Pitts is yeah. the the uh, tight end there, um, and Deontay's just like not been great all year. London. I mean he had a good like opening two weeks, but he's been almost droppable since Jack. Who uh, do
0: you take rest of season? London or DJ Moore?
1: DJ Moore. I mean if you're gonna throw the ball thirteen times, why would it I mean I can't I can't take London there. London's DJ better. London's Garrett better. Wilson? Uh DJ Moore.
0: Thanks are looking up.
1: Yeah, Pretty I cool. mean, talk about recency bias, but um <laughs> I mean QB change has worked out for him. Wilson's been not great since his one blow up week, and that's been like five weeks. Um and will
0: SP ever play the fifty one dollar man that is Garrett Wilson? No. Fifty two, sorry.
1: No. I mean I'll play Thielen over him. Um, you know, I feel like Thielen has the best chance to score a touchdown out of all of his receivers.
0: Yeah, I'll say this photo will speed. Give him a little wind with a compliment to him. Raheem Mostert, 11th round draft pick.
1: Great pick. Yeah, absolute pick. stud. I mean, I didn't even think about drafting Mostert. Um, and he's now Raheem Mustart. So he is, uh, you know, wonder if he'll flip him at all for wide receiver. You know, I feel like he could get a good one for him. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what LLC does. I know... He's got some mergers and acquisitions up his sleeve over there.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Very true. Okay, let's move on to, you know, I said my matchup versus Reggie was boring, but, I mean, this one was miserable. Uh, Phil versus uh, Scott. Scott plays. He wanted to play, but didn't. But James Conner didn't play. So he could only play three Cardinals this week, Jack. And please explain to me what Scott's doing by playing – so many players from an offense that's below league average.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. I really don't. I don't have an answer. Um, you know, he should have flipped Ertz. He should have I mean I understand holding on the Hopkins and and Murray. Um but going all in, you know, with Connor, with Ertz, like you can't
0: play four guys on the same team. Like no. Like what is the max points you can score?
1: No. Like And with how bad they've been, I mean, you should have flipped Ertz while he was, like, really going off, Um, you know, just because the tight end market's so scarce. You got Hopkins there. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And he had Kamara going on Thursday. I've never seen so many players uh, rostered on um, a Thursday night game. But they, they did actually all right outside of Hurts. I mean, 17 from Kyler's not great. He got 14 from Kamara, 15 from Hopkins. Hopkins looked good in his first game back. But, yeah, yeah I mean, his his upside, his ceiling is so capped right now. Um, and then he just lost DK. Um, not to mention, he's all in on the Redskins or, or the Commanders as well <laughs> with McLaurin, Gibson, and McKissick. So all in on two uh, below-average teams and – you know he hasn't scored more than ninety points in a week, so I think uh, I think Paul Maudie needs to make some transactions as well.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what he does moving forward. I I haven't um, you know received much re- response from Scott this year. I think it's because his his sleep schedule is just literally the opposite of uh, of mine, so our communication is tough. But
1: Scott's you know, been eerily quiet this year. Very very quiet, um, which is which has been
0: interesting. Um, usually he's still going to chime in here and there, um, but all we got from him even after the Jonathan Taylor trade was wow. You know I could have seen Scott like going off about that, but nope, just a wow. Um, we'll see we'll see if his interest level picks up, um, but he's he's going to move to two and five here, Jack, and um, certainly in bumper territory. Uh, Phil's team, I mean, I don't know what he's doing with his name. Like he's going to drop Mike Boone right this week. So what does he do? Does he have a new team name? Jack? Do we just refuse to. Yeah, he's going with, when he changes it?
1: with James Cook. He's going to be the Cookie Monster after this week. baby.
0: <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> um, it was funny when Phil said in the group me. I didn't realize that he had James Robinson and Michael Carter. I'm like, oh, James Robinson traded like that you know, that'll work out well for Phil because I remember he traded for him. And then I, I wouldn't be ecstatic if I were him now to have, um, for his landing spot to be the Jets because you'd think Michael Carter was kind of about, about to crush it. Yeah. Um, he's he, startable like
1: every week. So yeah, kind of more, more than capable. I mean, a very young high drafted rookie or second year player. Oh. Um, yeah, that, that does kind of suck. Um, you know, originally I was like, oh, nice, he's got both. But then he's got both, and James Robinson could have been dealt anywhere else. Um, and he would have had, you know, three good running backs now. But, yeah, I mean, Phil's got some good pieces there. You know, I'm on Rob, Mike Evans, Kittle's looking really good. Pickens looks good with um, Pickett at tight end or excuse me at QB. Um, but yeah, I mean, Phil gets a good win here escaped last week against, uh, Sam and, you know, might be working his way out of bumper contention. Not, not completely out, but he's got a, you know, two game, two game lead on him.
0: Yeah. I don't think Phil's going to be in bumper contention just because he does have some high profile, like high ceiling dudes who are just going to win him weeks with Mahomes, Mike Evans. Um, I think St. Brown, let's say he gets back on track.
1: Yeah, he got concussed know, on the first play, so that you know, he got knocked out So I mean
0: I don't think Phil's seen anything to be scared of, but I also don't think it's bumper. Um it's gotta feel good for him to have, you know,
1: one and a half players go to Chick-fil-A this week and still get a dub. Yeah. Um so you know, he, he might props, get lucky and uh, you know, sitting at three wins, he's not too far behind, you know, he he probably still has playoffs on the mind. so
0: Oh yeah, certainly. He certainly does. Jack, let's go to your matchup here. Um, you're five and one heading into this week. Uh, Tallahassee love at three and three. I'll tell you what, Jack, I'm a, this, this doesn't, this loss that you took today or this week doesn't bode well for my kombucha bet with D Kirk about podcasts, first podcast, total wins. Mm. So, um, from my perspective, not happy about it. Um, can't imagine you're ecstatic either, Jack. Um, what were, your, what were your thoughts? I know we touched on the trade. Yeah, the
1: tr- I mean, the trade is looking like it might have one lane the week. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really worried about Montgomery. They're still a half, but, I mean, Montgomery's got 2.6 at, at the half going against a tough New England D. Damien Harris, um, you know, I don't know how much he's actually playing coming back from a hammy when Stevenson's looked as good. So I was happy to see Harris in the flex, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean Jacobs went for three touchdowns in the all in the second half. You know, I need I need one of those to go Devante's way, uh, inside the red zone. And that's a twelve point swing. And, you know, we, we still might be clawing at that point. But uh in a weird way, it's an encouraging week, knowing that including Lamar, we didn't have one touchdown. Um, so no touchdowns from Lamar, anyone else. Um, you know, Saquon, JT, Devontae, all around like 100 total yards. Just no touchdowns. Damien Pierce over 100 total yards. Just no touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is what it is. We're going to slide in Alave in the wide receiver two spot. We're very excited about him earning that <laughs> that job. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to uh, to week eight and tip the cap to, to Lane for making a good trade. If we were doing manager of the week, uh this year which we have not uh i'd probably give it to him for making a trade that won him the week that was so funny dude that that just crossed my mind too like wait we haven't given out one of those this year we've not done um, an award
0: you know and you know why we have it because nobody's earned it no this one's is earned the it. first week this <laughs> is the first week somebody's earned it jack
1: tallahassee love give him a tick mark he's at one um yeah you're gonna win you're gonna
0: want to win manager of the week this year Um, great price coming your way. Great
1: price. He also won the nice start of the week with Debo Samuel going for 6.9. So nice play there.
0: Well done. Um, Let's jump into D Kirk. I mean, D Kirk's got a new team name, dude. I'm just not going
1: to. It's just D Kirk. Um, It's just D Kirk.
0: D Kirk versus raid uh, Sam Kurtz. And I thought D Kirk had a huge leg up going into this weekend. Um, Turns out he gets a little lucky. Because things were looking dicey there, um, until Brees Hall got hurt, and I, I think he got hurt like early on too, Jack. I, I'm not sure at what point,
1: but yeah, I think it was first half. He ripped off like a 60 yard touchdown, and I think right in my, four carries. Yeah, so he was he was just getting going. Um, D. Kirk
0: only scores 82 points, but does escape with a W. Um, Mark Anders tried to go to Chick Fil A, and it was zero point four. And then he also, I'm um, talking about D. Kirk's team here still, Mike Williams sustains an ankle injury, probably going to miss you know multiple weeks. Kenny and Drake almost went to Chick-fil-A, too, at 0.5. He does have Dalvin Cook on a bye, so he's, he's getting that back. But do you see any sort of optimism? Let's, let's put yourself in D. Kirk's seat, and you're just looking at this team going forward. You know How do you feel?
1: not great um i mean he's got two great running backs obviously with cook and chubb um, and mark andrews at tight end who had an awful week Uh, i expect to bounce back this week um but yeah i mean cooper is his best wide receiver uh very hit or miss wide receiver he's had some great weeks probably been better than expected and that i give him credit for um mike williams was his best wide receiver and he's down and you know for at least a month and you know when they come back players come back from a high ankle sprain I feel like they're just not not the same you know that they're they're very limited from a mobility standpoint no quarterback um so yeah I mean I think he's gonna he's gonna need some luck and you know we might D-Dog's not one to shy away from a trade though so he might send one of trade one of his running backs uh, for, you know, uh, anyone um, or just trade me Mark Andrews. Uh, I sent him a great offer today, a top-notch offer. He respectfully declined. Uh, I might see him come back for it, though, later. Um, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I
0: can see that, Jack. I'll tell you what. I looked at his team by week nine and he can't feel a roster. Um, partly because he's got players on by and partly because He has nobody on his bench that he can play. So, I think some
1: trades are in his future. Talking about raid here for a second. Is D-Dog, is D-Dog, I mean, he's top three in the bumper race right now, right? I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's He's behind Phil.
0: He hasn't had an injury um, to, like, a a starting running back. I mean, Mike Williams will be a bummer, but he's also on a bye this week, so it might not crush him.
1: I mean, this dude's one injury away from being bumper, like bumper contention. Yeah, I mean he um, is. He, Just Sam. Sam gets a lucky win or two, and and D Dog is fielding the roster he has. Who knows? Yeah, I, I
0: think you know. I think for him to be bumper, Raid would have needed to win this week. But I I I don't see how he could be that optimistic moving forward with this roster. So we'll see what he can pull off. He always got something up his sleeve. He's always making good trades, so we'll see. Talking about raid here, Jack, just for a second, because I mean, this is kind of just a depressing roster to look at. He had a chance to surprise people with Brees Hall, with him being out for the rest of the season. Jack, I just don't see how this roster scores.
1: Yeah, I mean, how
0: does he get to ninety points? I just, I don't. The math just
1: yeah i mean just oof very tough um i um, mean and actually things might have been yeah things might have actually been looking up for him you know getting gus edwards in a in a trade for he trade like no one um uh lenny lenny's oh yeah rashad white but yeah i mean picks up a insta starter would have been his rb2 with Brees hall cd got bateman back Ingram serviceable tight end, Gordon in the flex like might have been all right for a little bit. Goddard at or actually Goddard at tight end, um, but yeah, I mean that Brees Hall blow was huge, and the baby curse might be real.
0: The baby curse might be real. That's that's all we can say about raid. Last matchup here, Jack. Brother, Mon first Pacers country. Love the new name, dude. Pacers country, let's ride. First year I'm ever rooting
1: for Pacers elves though. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Rooting for them. I am on the Victor sweepstakes so hard uh, to pair with Benedict Matherin. Did you see that he scored the most points for a rookie since like nineteen ninety six or something like that? Just insane yeah. start. He's so good. Would love to get Victor though. Um, win by, uh, Ma or whatever his name is. I mean, that guy is just an insane prospect. I heard someone say, like, if it was him and LeBron James in the same class, they'd still take Victor, um, which he's sick. I mean, his highlights are all over, and he's 7'4", doing insane things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm optimistic about the Pacers' future, um, but I don't want it this year. I want it next year with Victor. Right.
0: Let's let's play the young guns. I love that we're starting Jalen Smith every night. Um, anyways, Pacers country, let's ride. He cruises. He rides to a victory this week, Jack. 104 points. So, you know, well done there from the the scoring department. Um, Brother Men just didn't have it in him with uh, like three and a half starters on bye, but Diggs and Allen, like, were combined for, you know, 60 points a week. Uh, You know, it's nice to see Juju play. You know, it's nice to see him crack the lineup. It was nice to see Waddle get some touches back in the, in the game. Obviously, if you're player you're not freaking out by any means. Maybe you're a little bit worried about Fournette going forward. Um, but Pacers country, I mean, he's on the rise, Jack. I mean, Stevenson's in the third quarter right now with 13 points. That's with Harris coming back in the lineup. Uh, he had three of his starters on bye, and he's, he's going to score over 105 points. I mean... He's he just needs a QB then he's got this complete roster with depth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Let's Ride is in a great spot uh, due to injury. I mean, I think Stevenson was the the better back anyways, um, and he might have. You know, who knows if Harris what his actual status is tonight. If he's on like a limited snap count, but he's extremely good. Kenneth Walker looks great, uh, you know, shout out to the, the Spartans over there, um, putting up 29 points, looks just really good, you know, in his first two starts, um, and that just really helps with with Najee just kind of being terrible this year, I, d- I really don't see Najee actually getting better, unfortunately, um, but he doesn't even need him to, like you said, he's got Sanders, JJ, Gabe Davis on a bye, Keenan Allen's still not healthy um so very very good future for uh Pacers country um just like you said needs to find that that QB spot and and I don't know you know I think he sold on Taysom Hill at tight end um but we'll see tight ends a wasteland anyway so he's he's fine for the moment
0: Jack Najee Harris hasn't scored over 12 points likely to be the number one bust this year right from the first round wasn't he a first round pick?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He was like five. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Extremely bad. Um,
0: this okay. Two, sorry, Jack. Two things to say here. Both of them just popped in my mind. One, he's in comp- he's in competition with Lane for manager of the week this week because that MVS pickup on Sunday. Nice one. Yeah. That picked him up and Allen, started him. Picked him up. Eleven point. You know, difference. Nice. Nice play there. And the other one, you know how we always talk about, like, keepers? And my, my theory is keepers are not a big deal, like, at the end of the day. They never matter as much as you think they do. Jack, think about the two teams without keepers this year. Who were they?
1: Uh, Brother Mon and Papa. Right. Still, still top of the leaderboard.
0: It's top of the leaderboard because what matters is just the drafting. Like, drafting a Najee Harris with your fifth, sixth pick can absolutely tank your team.
1: Um, yeah, totally not, negates not, J.J. right there.
0: Right. Not, not the case this this with um, like Pacers, Let's Ride, per se. But just going back to my original point, not that I'm like anti-keeper, love keepers. I'm just saying they only look cool week one after that. It's just so unpredictable that it just doesn't matter that much, which is why I would never like keep a player and Not trade him or not whatever, um, because I knew he would be my keeper next year. Just never works out the same way that it did this year. So sorry for that little tangent, but I just thought about it.
1: You are passionate about the keepers that that I know. You, I am. You, you had that right? thought. You had that thought preseason. Um, I'm passionate
0: about two things, Jack. One of them is that keepers aren't as important as people think they are, and two, that basketball needs to ban the charge call.
1: Oh. Um. Why? Just because it just hurts players and causes controversy? Not even that, dude. It's just not a basketball play. It's like the most pathetic excuse for defense—just sliding under people if they've already taken off. It's just not a basketball play. I think about when you play pickup or any like open gym. Is no never one... a charge. Yeah, there's it's n- there's never been a charge taken
0: because it's not. You do ever think to do it. It's yeah. not a basketball play. It's a like this mechanism that coaches have fallen in love with because refs have fallen in love with making the calls and you know now we preach it to coaches preach it to players but it's just it's my biggest pet peeve with basketball
1: and always will be so would you say that like a standing charge should be removed but if someone goes up for a dunk and they'd like you know or lay up whatever and they use their off arm and completely clear <laughs> space that's different, yes. Okay. It's the
0: when the dude's covering his nuts and sliding. It's just <laughs> yeah. not a basketball play. Jump, be Roy Hibbert. Even if you're not Roy Hibbert, try to be. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever taken one charge when I played in college. I just swipe the ball like if it's a big dude. Like just.
1: Yeah. You no, just I'm swing, not you taking a score. charge.
0: I'm like that's the way it is.
1: Small frame I'm over here. Game. Yeah. No, right. I'm not taking a charge.
0: If, if, if you extend your arm, that's totally different.
1: Yeah, okay. But
0: you can get a charge if you jump vertical and a dude just extends his arm. Like, you'll see that called. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Okay. We turn into the sweaty subs there going off topic there for a minute.
1: Let's get us back into week eight, Jack. Any matchups you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, yourself versus SPLC. I think this is a, a huge week. Uh, for SP LLC. I know I've, I've been dogging him tonight. I really have. Um, but it, it's a huge week for him. Um, you know, he he proved it. He had a big week. 116 this week. Until this point, though, um, you know, he's been a low score. Uh, and just scraped wins. Uh, but it's a big week again against you. You get, you know, your quarterback back. I don't know who else, uh, if you have anyone else on by, Um, But I think it's a big week for yourself. It's a big week for SP to prove himself um, and just anxious for that matchup. Yeah,
0: I think it'll be a solid one. Looking forward to play SP. I usually beat him, so not expecting anything different this week. Another good matchup, Jack. I'm seeing, you know, two sort of bumper bowls here. One is the former bumpers going at it, Jack. You have, you know, a fantastic matchup here. Number one versus number two. You versus brother Mon. You know everybody's eyes will be glued to that one. Um, and I'll let you talk about that. But also with like a, a different kind of bumper bowl here with Scotty versus D Kirk. You know, two, the loser of this one, I would I would say they're in bumper contention. Can Can Sam squeeze out a couple more wins? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No. And the, the loser of that versus Scott versus D Kirk. Um, you know, it's kind of a bumper
1: bowl in itself. Yeah, um, in a way, huge, huge opportunity for one of those two to, you know, extend their lead per se. Um, going, you know, with Sam going against the red hot Adam Kehoe, I think we're all all picking Kehoe to win that game against Sam. Um, but yeah, you know, losers still right there in bumper contention. You know, they're they're sweating even more one week further into the year and one week closer to the the end there um and, and being bumper uh but yeah i mean brother and man and i have a great week um ahead of us no one on by um so it's just you know play best players on the uh on the field there yes. play your best uh what is that nine just the way fantasy football should yeah be, man. put your best eight out there and let's play football um so we're, we're looking forward to it we've been in bad bumper bowls before and now, um, you know, we'll we'll still call it a bumper bowl uh, as as multiple time <laughs> champions, um, but a little different significance. And the current line right now is a nice line of six point nine. Uh, I'm the favorite if you were to look ahead, but um, only wanted to say that because of the the niceness of it. Um, but yeah, looking forward to you know uh, the opportunity to play uh, brotherman. Yeah, I
0: love how you guys carry that tier four mantra without you with you this whole season
1: um, <laughs> just throw them up you guys, will, up. Likely, you guys up. will likely find yourself in different tiers next year um, we'll see
0: but um, I love that you guys are, are um, kind of carrying that with you this year Jack um, let's close it out here with with power rankings um, and I also apologize as I told you not to bet the Bears money line and they're up nine
1: I would oh. oh yeah, dude, plus seven and a half, man. I knew that was a good bet. Oh <laughs> I apologize. They're that, plus seven and a uh, half up three in the NFL against a third string quarterback. I mean I love Zappy, team? the hell, hilltopper, but still. It, okay. Yeah, you're right. That's on me. Well, <laughs>
0: a good game, but, um Power Rankings, Jack, what um is the algorithm telling us this week?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's take a, a quick pause here. Uh, we're going to bring in our, our friends from the sweaty subs one last time uh, questioning the, the algo that has been so dynamic for five years running now. Um, and they just copy and paste standings, dude, outside of Keyho, they literally copied and pasted standings last week and called them tears. Uh, so minimal effort over there. Um, but you know, whatever they're, they're trying it, it's cute. They're trying. They they've got good images with it. Um but but let's we're dive in. This way
0: too much airtime today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's just the, the the TMZ of podcasts. That that's what they want. Um so let's dive into the power rankings. Uh yep. back back at number one, uh he's got the top two scoring players uh through up until this week. They might be different because Allen and Diggs were on bye, but you know, to have digs ahead of all the other quarterbacks as well, um, you know, just an absolute the probably the best stack you could ever have until this point. So we're gonna keep on up there, um, despite the loss this week. Didn't have um, going to be at top of the standings, um, looking strong. Number two, we got Muertos. Um, kind of a surprise here, you know, but his team is just looking great. Couple wins in a row. Um, and really just finding form, acquiring great players. Just got Derrick Henry. He's going to get Swift back. Um, and the speaking of stacks, that Bengals stack is looking really good the last few weeks as well. And Mertos is just starting to find form. And, and with Etienne now there in the flex, he's uh, looking like a major threat. Um, and then third, we got Papa Partner. Uh, you know, on an L2, you know, again, maybe got a little complacent. Had our priorities elsewhere, um, but we're we're relocking in, and I'm looking forward to the back half of the year. Um, you know, with a with a strong roster here.
0: Um, you're going to need to be dialed in this week. Obviously, big matchup. Huge and matchup. I, it's kind of crazy that uh, the algo spin out Muertos at number two, right? Only being four and three, but just loves the direction they're headed. Clearly, and. As I look at his roster here and I just scroll through it, it's actually, like, annoyingly good. Um, yeah,
1: I think it's, like... I, mean, the, I think it's better than mine. The
0: fact that he's going to have to sit, um, like, E.T. Uh,
1: no, he'll, no he No, he can Yeah, he's
0: going to sit Cooks every week, so... Cooks, regardless. yeah.
1: His bench actually is... I mean, he's got Robinson. Cooks has been severely underperforming all year. At that point, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but serious. his starting lineup is just... Very, very good.
0: I'll, I'll take the next three here, Jack. Um, number four, we got Reggie. So Reggie, uh, despite losing, Jack, uh, he went one and one since our last pod, uh, but fresh off an L. Number four, moving up a spot. And I, I have to think um, that the Algo loves uh, the McCaffrey to the Niners move. Um, and then, um, you know, Higgins is healthy again. Brown, Cooper Cup. He might have the best the top two scoring players um, at, at their positions with McCaffrey and Cup the rest of the way. Yeah, So
1: very dangerous team. Very high, high ceiling team.
0: Yeah, then Kehoe. I mean, a humongous jump here um, from even a couple weeks ago. Uh, Pacers country lets ride. He ditches Russ. Just um, new leadership there all around. And um, despite the Pacers being bad, Keogh's team is good, and it's getting it's getting better um, with each week. So he moved up to five, got myself here in the nuts at six. Um, kind of just tread water, kind of like a 500-S team um, with an upside. Maybe we get Michael Thomas in the mix. Maybe Patterson comes back as a player. Um, until then, I, I think Val goes kind of spot on with me, just right in the middle of the league. Um we got it
1: seven, Jack. Yeah. Next up we got actually the red hot SPLC. Uh would be me talking about him again tonight. Um you know, I'm still a little bitter. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm just still a little bitter from our from my what, loss last week. What are you week. bitter about? Just losing to him? Yeah, losing like... him after he scored seventy four points. Um just just holding that grudge against him for some reason. I think it, it lost us focus this week too. So I think I think out
0: you've talked
1: about him tonight i think like this is kind of cathartic and like i think you, you can put it past you yeah so okay so we're done uh we're actually in yep. trade discussions on a stupid trade right now um so so we're, we're we're all good um but yeah i mean he's heavily relying on eckler and dallas d right now uh to get him these wins um you know again bad wide receiver core um he again though most art though has been a, a great addition for him so we'll see great running backs, um kind of poor elsewhere so we'll, we'll see what SP does, uh he's gotten some good matchups but um you know big week this week against the nuts, uh next we got Tallahassee, um very interesting team moving forward after the the roster reconstruction, um you know if Jacobs keeps it up he's going to be definitely a, a threat there. Um, you know the question mark in Debo that that high potential but kind of underperforming guy now with McCaffrey there how's he going you know is it going to open it up for him or uh, is he just going to lose touches we don't really know um, and I still think you know the the Bears running backs are are just kind of 50-50 and you know Harris is losing a lot of touches to Stevenson so some question marks uh, for Tallahassee but you know big week this week to get uh, above 500, and you know he's definitely a, a threat in the playoffs. Uh, lastly, we have Spurley at number nine. So avoiding the bottom three, um, you know Zeke is looking actually pretty solid. Uh, he's not an RB one, but he's good. Uh, you know a good RB two. Um, you know now he's got you know hopefully one of the Jets kind of takes off. That that kind of stinks um he has got some pieces though with his wide receivers and um Evans and who's his other wide receiver I don't have it up right now but anyways um yeah Kittle's been on fire and and Pickens is looking good so you know I think Phil kind of got his way out of out of bumper contention and you know I think he's got his eyes on the playoffs now yeah it's uh I'm it's on rock. my yeah. favorite player my favorite name. Dude, you know Amanda. what's
0: actually disgusting is like just doing this pod.
1: And like you, I know everybody's roster. You name a player, I can tell you what roster he's on. It is disgusting. And it is disgusting. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> but uh, let's close things out here. We got D-Dog
0: at 10. I think the algo is seeing um, what we mentioned earlier, Jack. He, his hand is kind of forced. He's got to make some trades or else he's, he's going to end up um, losing in week nine. So um, short-term outlook, not pretty. Um, definitely still got some players on his squad, but it's um, going to have to make some moves to, to make a, a playoff run here. Number 11, Scott. Scott, also a guy um, with just kind of trending the wrong direction. Uh,
1: sorry, as my headphones go out, hopefully you caught that. You're game, good, partner. And then lastly, Sam. So, no
0: surprise there. We'll see what what Raid can do moving forward, but
1: yeah, um, that
0: roster is just in
1: shambles. Raid so. Raid was trending as good as he could for a little bit there, and then the world came crashing down on him with Brees Hall. Um, so yeah, tough tough to tough to see, but that's the power rankings one through twelve. Uh, Jack, good luck in Week Eight. Likewise. Uh,
0: getting the pot out and early we got we got busy weeks ahead of us both of us just want to get focused for for week eight so getting the pot out early this week um anything else before before we close out
1: uh yeah just uh best of luck uh, to all managers moving forward except Brotherman this week uh looking forward to to that matchup um anxious to see if there's any blown loads here, uh, here tomorrow or Wednesday. A little bit of a
0: reversal, Jack. What were you
1: canning tonight? A little bit of a reversal. Um so I was hoping you wouldn't ask because uh, we had a <laughs> we had a half a bottle of wine left. Uh Mark West, Pinot Noir, great, great bottle for cheap. Um Canon Corks. Canon corks. Uh cork and horns tonight. Um But yeah, overall, I mean never mad with uh with red wine. So what about you? Uh I down a couple of all day IPAs. Nice. No banquets uh, tonight, huh? No,
0: I swore after Friday I wasn't gonna drink again, but here
1: we are <laughs> on a Monday night, letting it rip. So. Yeah, I know. I was not to mention after our race, we had the bike two miles, two miles back, and there's a costume party downtown. Uh, Mackinac Island and just drank a lot of booze. I've never been more tired than after a marathon, biking like 10 miles in the day and then drinking at night. I mean, yesterday I was just exhausted. I'd have Chrissy drive home because I couldn't like keep my eyes open. Mm. Mm. But here we are tonight.
0: Hey, hey, we're back to business on Monday. Let's rest up. (laughs) Uh, we'll, We'll hear from us again in two weeks. Until then... Uh, Best of luck, everybody. We'll see you in the group meeting.